This is the first time where Joseph comes alive more than just as a character in a nativity play. This is Chapter, Verse, and Season, a lectionary podcast from Yale Bible Study. Join us each week as two Yale Divinity School professors look at an upcoming text from the Revised Common Lectionary. This episode, we have Mark Heim, who's the Samuel Abbott Professor of Christian Theology at Andover Newton Seminary at Yale Divinity School, and Abdul Rahman Malik, who's the Associate Research Scholar and Lecturer in Islamic Studies. They're discussing Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25, which is appointed for the fourth Sunday of Advent in year A. Here's the text. Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 through 25. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be pregnant from the Holy Spirit. Her husband, Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to divorce her quietly. But just when he had resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son And you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall become pregnant and give birth to a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took her as his wife but had no marital relations with her until she had given birth to a son, and he named him Jesus. So, A.R., this is the one of the birth narratives of Jesus, uh, this one in Matthew, and we'd be used to hearing this around Christmas in my tradition, but as opposed to the The birth narrative in Luke, which focuses on Mary and Mary's response to the the news from God of the impending birth of Jesus, here Matthew's focused on on Joseph. And it's always been an interesting aspect for me. Joseph is not the primary player in this story. He's next to the primary player. But this story is saying there's still still a faith drama about Joseph in in this particular event. Joseph is such a confounding figure for Muslims because he doesn't appear anywhere in, in, in the Quran or in our scriptural sources, or a, and he's certainly not um, referenced by the Prophet Muhammad in the Prophet Muhammad's meditations and sayings about the, the, the birth of Jesus. In the Islamic conception, we have Mary and we have Jesus, and, and that's, where, that's where the focus is. So for me reading this, I was really kind of intrigued because this is the first time I think I've approached a text where Joseph 
comes alive more than just as a character in a nativity play, you know, <laughs> that, that, that he's actually someone who's being active. And, and, you know, one of the things that came to mind for me in this, Mark, and, and, and I hope you can help me sort of understand it, is the relationship between Mary and Joseph. Because reading the text, I feel the text is telling us that before the birth of Jesus, the relationship between Joseph as husband and Mary as wife had not been consummated, that they had not been intimate with with one another. And yet I, I also know, and I, and I hope I'm right in this, that after the birth of Jesus, there are children that issue from the relationship between Joseph and Mary, which is also kind of um, missing from the from the Islamic tradition. I, can, can you help me sort of unpack that a little bit? Yeah, that's it's fascinating. I mean, you're quite right that to read New Testament on its face value, Jesus has brothers and sisters, uh, and there's no indication they're anything other than natural brothers and sisters. Mm-hmm. And that, as this passage says, at the very end, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she uh, bore a son and called okay. his name Jesus. So that would seem to imply that after Jesus was born, that Mary and Joseph had normal family relationships. And I know that some of the Roman Catholic Church would believe in the perpetual virginity of Mary, and so would would have a different perspective on that, precisely that question about what happened afterwards. But to me, this passage is so striking because it, it suggests, you know, all the normal family dynamics surrounded Jesus, even from before his birth, in the sense that Mary and Joseph already have a relationship, right? Before mm-hmm. this event ever happens, before the angel Gabriel ever speaks to Mary, mm-hmm. they are they are betrothed. They've they've come into this plan to be married. So, in a way, the arrival of Jesus in this divine way is a is an addition to their family, and they both of them have to adjust themselves to that or or make a decision. For for Christians, the Mary story is this question of this great divine act, that, but it hinges upon the consent of the human participant. And in a way, Mary's ability to participate hinges to some extent on Joseph's willingness to be supportive, to accept this somewhat implausible tale. I know I, I told you I, I'm fond of W.H. Auden's poem about, about the nativity uh, for the time being, but he has a, he has a section called the, the Temptation of St. Joseph, where the voices speaking to Joseph are saying, Yes, you've heard what Mary says is so, but is it very likely? No. So the temptation for Joseph is to is to to adopt a worldly view that there's going to be a bad explanation for what you're telling me. But here, God speaks to Joseph directly, right, to to assure him the manifest certainty about this. So there's something very human about. That. I think any any husband and wife, uh, you know, family experience would lead you to think that. That's a miraculous thing in itself, right? The, the, the resolution then, of the concern. Joseph the- is being guided through these stages, isn't he? That you know that that that, that he's being cautioned. He's 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 being assuaged. He's being brought in on on the information that he needs to know. But at one point, he's also just being told, you know, get up. Move here. The angel's guiding him. Stay with the plan. There's a plan. You are part of the plan. This is your role in the plan. It does feel like, and, and, and it does beg the question, doesn't it? And I think this is implicit in our reading of these texts is, what is Joseph thinking? 
How is he processing all this? Is this what he signed up for when he married into this blessed household? And I think those are like real human questions which almost appear behind these texts, don't they? I mean, you could see him as this kind of righteous, fully committed person and character. But I'd like to think that if there was a Joseph, then that Joseph would be going through all of those human emotions as he's engaging with this I mean, most important of, of divine, of divine events and moments. And, and, you know, it's treated like that in the Quran, but in the Quran, the, the microscope, so to speak, is so much on Maryam, right? Is so much on Mary. And there's no fooling. There's no other explanation possible other than the virgin birth within the Quranic narrative. There's no, there's no way out. There's no ambiguity. She is alone. She is righteous. She is honored by her people. She has served in the temple as a woman. And then she is with child. She retreats. The angels on the command of God give her sustenance, support her through her pregnancy. And then she brings the baby Jesus back to the people. And in the Quranic narrative, in one of the most I would say for me as a, as a reader and a believer, one of the most dramatic moments of the Quran where she returns to her people and they stand in judgment over what she's done. And she points, she points to the manger. She points to the baby and says, you want answers? You get your answers from, you get your answers from, from him. And it's said that he speaks, you know, he speaks from uh, from the manger, from the cradle as a child and affirms his mother, affirms that God has given him a mission and also affirms the story, the story to come. So it's this kind of really dramatic moment as it is, of course, in, in, in the Christian tradition. Yeah, but, but you've, I mean, it's fascinating what you've said in a way that the, the, the Quranic telling of this story is, is cleaner in a certain way. And that it struck me as true with that, that it's, it's focused on the same question, the question of the legitimacy or illegitimacy of what's happened with Mary, but it's kind of crisper even, I mean, clearer about its focus of that. For me, Joseph has always been fascinating. I think about our spiritual aspirations, you know, how, what's the best I can think of myself? I, I must say, I often feel like I would hope that at my best, I might be no higher than Joseph. I, I think that he's a good person and his, his natural response when he hears this news about Mary is to, to be quiet, quietly put her away, not, not to put her to shame, not to, but to be willing to accept the word of God, to be a bit player, you could say, in, uh, in this bigger story. That would be kind of my, my goal. I think maybe I could, maybe I could rise to that, my best day. But, there's, and there's, there's such a humility very, in that, isn't there? There's, there's something a... very humane about that yeah. picture, right, of this kind of somewhat, somewhat humble position, but faithfulness is a, still of great importance in that in that setting that's a really beautiful beautiful interpretation and, and a beautiful thought mark to 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 be witnessing really this this incredible happening <laughs> and and to be a bit player in it it also speaks to speaks to each and every one of us about humility right that that we will often face moments of cataclysmic change, of incredible difficulty, of the unexpected. And what role do we play 
in those moments, right? And and how do we engage with those moments? And I think ultimately, I think that these, I feel like the, that these verses are speaking to me about what you just said about about humility, actually, and and to know that we are under the the, the shade of God, that there is wisdom in the Islamic in the Islamic theological tradition. We say that wisdom follows every one of the divine acts. And it is sort of our human agency and struggle to seek out that wisdom, to try to find that wisdom, to bring out that wisdom, to seek that wisdom, to understand that wisdom. And in some ways, that's what Joseph is doing here. He's with humility. Well, it's um, it's very moving and striking to hear you speak about the, the Islamic, the Quranic account of Jesus' birth, because, you know, what's striking in the in the New Testament accounts of Jesus' birth is that there's all kinds of miraculous things happening. I mean, his birth is, mirac- is miraculous, but Jesus himself, the infant Jesus, does nothing miraculous, except be a baby. <laughs> That's the miraculous thing from a Christian point of view, is that God right. is an infant. That's already miraculous. But in the Quranic telling, I mean, Jesus, the infant, does this miraculous thing, speaks up on Mary's behalf right mm-hmm. in face of this charge. And so that's uh, that's just a striking fact. And I think it thematically follows, right? If 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 the Quranic telling of the story is about the miracle of the of the virgin birth itself and the experience that Maryam has, and that Maryam herself is the recipient of almost a revelatory experience, which is, for Islamic scholars, been a really interesting point of um, contention and argument. Like because some of the of the ancients said, well, it means that Mary is a prophet, that Mary received a message. Mary was in direct contact with with, with Gabriel and this 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 the entity that is given agency by God to deliver the message. And so Maryam within the Islamic tradition takes on a prophet-like character and sometimes even eclipses, absolutely, I would say, eclipses other prophetic figures because of this moment and because of this relationship with Jesus, who, of course, I think it's important to say in the Muslim tradition is Christ Messiah. Right in in that we there is no difference. We we uh, our whole theology is predicated on the uh, the the acceptance of Jesus as the Messiah to the people to the people of Israel. And in fact, the Christ Messiah for all times that his example and his way is something which nourishes us. And in fact, we couldn't be Muslim if we didn't see that relationship because the Prophet Muhammad himself saw himself and was instructed that he was brother to the Messiah and that 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 he followed in that same in that same lineage which i think in some ways also means that i as a muslim feel like i have to approach these verses with a fair degree of 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 humility as well and also respect because i'm seeking to understand what the tradition that follows that messiah today has to say about the messiah so for me this is just so this is just so fascinating mark and and, and thank you for helping me um thank you for helping me uh, understand and particularly understand joseph thanks for listening and thank you professors haim and malik for your insights on matthew remember to rate and subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening and visit our website YaleBibleStudy.org. Chapter, Verse, and Season is a production of the Center for Continuing Education at Yale Divinity School. 
It's produced by creator and managing editor Joel Baden, production manager Kelly Morrissey, associate producer Aiden Stoddart, and I'm your host and executive producer, Helena Martin. Mixing on today's episode and our theme music are by Calvin Linderman. We'll be back with another conversation from chapter, verse, and season. <laughs>